Welcome to Drama with a Side of Kimchi podcast. We're going to chat about our favorite guilty pleasure drama, Come and Hug Me, or as K-Muse calls it, Hug a Psycho. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm K-Muse. I'm Carrie the Mocknick. And I'm Drama Geek. A few quick things before we get started. First, we would like to give a shout out to Lazy Daisy and HD Hirsch 99 who left some reviews for us on Apple Podcast. We were so excited to read them. Thank you for listening. Also, we plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course, K-dramas. And with all those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if we stumble over pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts. We will do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. So today we're discussing Come and Hug Me, which we've only watched the first episodes, episodes 1 through 12. And so that's what we'll be covering. And this is not going to be a spoiler-free review. We are going to cover everything. Spoilers! So many spoilers! (laughs) spoilers. (laughs) So if you haven't watched it, go watch episodes 1 through 12 and then come back and join us. And we will talk about it with you. And you really, really, really should watch it because this is an amazing drama. Agreed. So, Carrie, do you want to let mm-hmm. us know what it's about? All right. So, <laughs> well, shoot. Hang on. <laughs> I like to read from. It's not actually about somebody hugging a psycho. So, <laughs> no. All right. In my defense, Come and Hug Me is a really boring title. So, I had to give it a nickname. And. That sounded a lot more exciting than come and hug me. And you don't know who the psychos are yet. I mean, there's a lot of time to go through. The, you know, anyone in this show could be a psycho. We don't know. Correct. And there's a lot of hugging. There There is is a lot lot of hugging. hugging. (laughs) So. And not all of it romantic. In fact, there's been very little romantic hugging. There's been very little on-screen time with the leads being together but that's and yet just they have so, so much delicious. chemistry even like the few seconds they're on it totally fulfills my one true pairing need mm-hmm. you know so but back to the synopsis which carrie hopefully right. has had time to find yes i did <laughs> another shout out for mydramalist.com <laughs> all right so we have our two main main characters yun namu and gilna wan and they are each other's first love. They meet when they're in middle school. But unfortunately for Nawan, Namu's dad is a psycho. <laughs> and he murders her parents. So nine years later, Namu is, um, he enters the police academy. Or he's graduating. I forget where in the timeline. You know, you see the whole thing. You see him going yeah, in. You see him right. graduating. He's there. Police academy, Namu. His new name is um, Chedo Jin. And then... Our her girl Nawan has changed her name to Han Jae Yi, and she is following in her famous actress mother's footsteps by becoming an actress herself. And she has a panic disorder, obviously, because of the traumatic circumstances of her parents' death. And her path crosses with Namu's path once more. And so the drama is about the intersection of their. It's very interesting the way they've laid it out with the flashbacks showing their past interactions and then how everything affects the present day. What I find interesting is at this point we've seen twelve episodes, which is this is the thirty thirty minute 32. right. So it's six hours worth of, and we still haven't seen from start to finish the the pinnacle like the that scene of the parents' murder and everything. That part is still we've seen snippets, but that part yeah. is still a mystery. As to exactly and I don't think we've seen happened. any of the action leading into it. Like we right. know that that Namu's dad is crazy, and we know that he's in the house with a bloody hammer after the fact. Right. But like we don't see him make the decision to go and murder her parents. And we're not we sure just... if it's because of Namu or if it's because his other son is in jail because of the testimony of their adopted son. Right. You know, we're not quite sure what the trigger was either as of yet. 
And so, so that'll be something as we keep progressing, the way that they'll keep lot of showing the flashbacks of it. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of, and uh, I think in many ways, it kind of reminds me of Just Between Lovers because Just Between Lovers used that present and past and kept going back and forth between. And then you finally kind of revealed everything that happened that, that day. And that's kind of yeah. what they're doing is they're showing slowly what happened that day. So that's kind of. I like the connection between the two and, and the, the characters, um, the sadness of the whole drama, that kind of weighted sadness is, is similar as well. So he is hot. He is hot. Oh my gosh. He is so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get all the, let's get the fangirling out because he is very attractive and a very good actor. I am very impressed. I have to say, when I watched Go Back Couple, which I think Jen and I might have been the only ones that have mm-hmm. watched that, and I was completely not second lead syndrome. I, I, I appreciated him, but I wasn't really that into him. I really liked the, the, the married couple, and I liked mm-hmm. the actor that played the husband. I really love him. Um, I so I was, wasn't really that much. I think... I yeah, I was SLS with this with that one uh, for quite a while until because the, the husband was so obnoxious and it, so it took him a long time to redeem himself. And so I was like, no, no, go for the history major. He's going to end up like, you know, teacher of the year or whatever it was and make all that money. So but, you know, anyway. But so it, before this, I he really hadn't. And I know there's a bunch of dramas that he's been in that I guess like I, somebody was like saying, oh, he's been I in this. And I'm like, huh, I, maybe I, I need to go back. Side characters. <laughs> I don't think he was right. Serious characters at that point. So this is one where even when at first like the promos, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I recognize him. OK. And then was seeing the younger actor in him in the promos. I was like, wow they really could be younger and older versions. Yeah. And then watching the show, I'm like, holy cow, they are doing so. And that's why the flashbacks just keep reinforcing that, that yeah. the, the way that they both stare like that, that, that longing, sad, um, wounded soul. Like he's such yeah. a wounded soul because I mean, he, it's not like his dad just kind of all of a sudden cracked and became a serial killer. He li- his dad was, always just crazy abusive uh the way he verbally manipulates him yeah it sounds like the dad killed his mother yeah yeah kind of indicate yeah that, you know yeah there's and it also indicates that the boys know that there's something very wrong right. the older brother i think knows knows mm-hmm. and the younger brother definitely has some sense that his dad is not a good person. I think he knew. I think Nemu knew but because not, he kept saying, you're, you're more like me. And you could tell like just the yeah. way that that affected him. It was like, he knew yeah. that his dad was doing some yeah. bad stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and then saving the dog too. Like he knew like that there was stuff going on. So I don't think he yeah. was uh, blind to it at all. Well, yeah. and I think that part too, when he's protecting Nawan in her house, when the dad is coming in to kill or has killed and he's like I've called the cops and I know I can take a beating for 10 minutes and right there my heart just broke for him right right so they That's haven't it. shown the beating but you can tell by the way he acts almost from the very first scenes between them that there's that abusive dynamic of like he sometimes with the abusive relationship they don't have to hit you anymore because they they've already done that and they've secured that like control over you and that's where when we meet them that that he has that control over him he doesn't need to beat him anymore he just I wondered I wondered if it was his older brother who had been you know who he who had abused him the most right so it'll be interesting to see if we see anything with the dad I wasn't sure if if because the dad really seems to um I don't know don't He dotes yeah, on them. Yeah, dote on his younger son and the son. So I just, but I have to say that Nam Derum, once again, he's my number one, I guess, child star. Although now he's, you know, he really needs his own high school drama so mm-hmm. that he can, you know, be the, the shining lead the whole time. Uh, but he's fantastic in this. And just, you know, as you've all said before, just how he goes from, we go from him as a um, teenager to the, um, to, uh, to Chan Ki Young. And yeah, Chunky Young's um, the actor. So they were fabulous. I just I think that's one of the highlights is just how closely matched they are. 
so they must have worked together for a long time because they do. <laughs> I mean, it's so spot on, seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just random side note, just you know, for one of those things that can make you shudder at what could have been. Susie was actually up for the role of the girl, oh. and she turned it down. I'm <laughs> oh, so glad goodness. she turned it down, because that would have t- changed the whole tone of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would have... Yeah. What's interesting with this girl is that I don't really know if I noticed her before Misty, and I really liked her performance in Misty. Then I tried to watch a like web drama with her in it, and Hong Bin from... B-I-X-X, I think. Oh, okay. Yes. And I just, the production and then the, their acting off of each other, I was like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. But then here again, well, like I think she's. She seems to, when she has strong co stars, mm-hmm. I think it brings out the best in her, yeah. possibly. So, but I don't think that it would have. When it's really hard when you you're know, a newer actress to, to, to rise above playing against somebody. I don't mean any offense because I know people are offended, yeah. but you know he's he's a, he's pretty wooden. He's he's a pretty wooden. Uh, he's an idol actor, and so yeah. you know. But it was it was. But in this, she um, is doing a really good job. I don't think that the similarities are quite as strong with those two, with the younger actress no, and her. I would say her and the younger actress are the most off out of right. all of them. Because like the, the brothers, yeah, the brothers are both like extreme on top. Yeah, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. But so, first question. We have a whole set of questions since this is a recap. Rambling on about it. That's we just love it so much. (laughs) Yes, but since we have this as a recap, we wanted to have like actual questions Hmm. in pertaining to the story and such. Um, Our first question: The family dynamic is scary from the get-go. Share your favorite psycho moment and why it stood out to you. Well, I started to, to think about this because there have been so many mm-hmm. psycho moments. But I think for me, um, the scene with the dog mm-hmm. is really, you know, I, I was afraid to watch because I have a golden retriever. And so I was so afraid that he was going to kill her dog. Um, and just when you have, you know, the, it was that rainy night and like it had all of the you know trimmings of like a true like um thriller kind of psychodrama piece mm-hmm. um like it felt like a horror movie to me during that scene um that's when it really hit me that this guy is going to kill her dog and he's crazy <laughs> i have to and agree i think that's probably out of all of them the probably the most like intense psycho like horror film type thing um, for me, though, I think the interactions between the oldest brother and the dad every time just kind of send chills because you he, can see the dad manipulating him. The hero worship is what sends chills down my spine because the older brother is <clears throat> acting out. He beats up the student at, at school. He beats up the person in the um, prison yard just in this last recent episode when he doesn't get the kind of attention he wants from his dad. So to have yeah. this person who is a serial killer, he knows he's a serial killer. He knows that he probably killed his mother, and yet he craves his attention so bad. So like when they're together, like just talking in the way that he uses his adoration for Namu to get at his older son, just their dynamic is, is uh, scary. That's <laughs> true. Well, I think the one I, that really gave me chills, I mean, anytime the guy is on screen, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. However, I love the first scene where he's going to work on this lady's whatever um, construction Oh, he was stuff. plumbing. He was oh, yeah. plumbing on her plumbing. plumbing. Yes. Yeah. So she, he was going to work for on her plumbing. And he grips the hammer, and you can't tell if he's decided to kill her or not. And the realization on her face that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. so terrifying. And then he walks out the door, quickly runs down the street, and kills someone else that he had um, planned on killing. uh, An older couple. And that was terrifying. That was so scary. Yeah, And so I just... The way to introduce his character 
and the fact that yes. he's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that he's, oh, he got upset, he's misunderstood. No, he is a serial killer. He is tracking down people to murder them. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was such a good way to introduce that character. And so that was the scariest moment, I think, for me. Carrie? Oh, I'm with you on the Have dog. Have we already stolen them all? <laughs> yes, all of them. No. Actually, what was kind of terrifying for me, and it took me a, real, a moment to realize it, is when the dad was threatening Nawan at home. So after he'd already killed her parents, mm-hmm. and he was standing over her, he had his bloody hammer. And I realized, because I was sitting there going, stand up, child, just stand up. And I realized she was so afraid that she couldn't even stand up. Hmm. I was like, oh, that's when it hit home for me just how scary he was. Mm-hmm. So that that would be my third psycho moment since y'all took that too. <laughs> An honorable mention, I think, for me is the um, wiping off the the blood on the family picture. That was the that's the brother, and yeah. that made me feel just a little creepy. Like there's no something right. not quite right there. The brother, there's something off about that mm-hmm. kid. Yes, from the way is. he I treats his had- sister. The way yeah. he treated his adoptive family, his memories about his parents' murder, it's like something is broken in that kid, and mm-hmm. it's just a time bomb waiting to explode. The older so. version is doing a really good job, but the younger version was was kind of this, and it might just be the acting, but he was almost like a empty vessel. Yeah. When he walked around, I mean, he just kind of walked around, and even when he was like telling him he didn't, the older brother not to beat up the person that he was going to tell on him. I don't know. Just this like empty vessel of <clears throat> nothing in his eyes. Yeah. So we might have several serial killers out there. <laughs> Lots of psychos to know. hug. <laughs> <laughs> well, my one concern with that older brother is just the fact that now he's got two sets of parents who died violently. Right. And I just... Well, and he seems to yeah. have an odd obsession with his adopted sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, the... Like, in the last episode, episode mm-hmm. 12, there's this scene where she comes in after having fainted, been in the hospital and stuff, and she's hugging him, and just the way he hugged her and kind of reacted to her, it was not overly brotherly, and it was kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I'm just saying, he has some serious issues, and he's not going to enjoy his sister like in someone else. Especially, especially the not son of Namu. I, I know yeah. he has an old, a different name now, but it's, it's <laughs> probably because they've emphasized the whole tree thing and they've talked about yes. it a lot. Like that's I just kind of yeah. like his name. Yeah. Okay, so a really hard switch here. <laughs> OTP, hot or not? <laughs> Discuss both younger cast and older cast. Well, I'll jump on the younger one first because <laughs> I know that the rest of you didn't. I'm not sure about Carrie. I don't know if we've discussed that. But I've discussed it with Jen and Jenny. Or Drama Geek. Drama Geek. Sorry. (laughs) And they liked the younger OTP's chemistry a little bit more than I did. Um, And I think part of it is I have seen this uh, actor, the boy actor, in a lot of shows. And he has amazing chemistry with a lot of his various co-stars. And I felt that this one specifically was just a little less chemistry than his past performances. Um, and, and that's just personally. So personally, it's like, oh, well, it's not bad, but it's not as good as I've seen him click with other actresses. So I was kind of comparing that. But Well, for me, it was more like they had kind of that puppy love kind of thing. And so... I, he's he's just such a fabulous actor. I almost got the sense that, you know, he was... He, first of all, I was very impressed with him. So whether or not I felt like he had chemistry with just about everybody um, in those early scenes. But even with the girl, it was playful. It was... If it, not all the time, but, you know, once once his dad, you know, killed her family, it wasn't playful anymore. But <laughs> I, No. Well, I think it was well written. Right. It's just that specific actor and actress, I didn't feel it as much. I think when we discussed it... Go ahead, Carrie. Well, I was just... I was thinking about it, and I realized from the younger actress, it feels like puppy love, but from Nada Room, it feels like very a very serious love, and maybe it's 
actually purposeful because, yes. you know, she's got the happy home life and he doesn't. So when he commits, I mean, he's intense. If there's one thing yes. this character is, it's intense. Mm-hmm. And so it may be just the disconnect of the happy girl connecting with the broken boy. And that's what I was going to say when, when Amber and I were talking about it, that I was saying her like chipper, like around him and, and, and everything kind of was a disconnect. And so that they didn't have the same type of chemistry, but it, it worked for their character and it was yeah. on purpose. And it was, it was, you know, that's in, he was a, a fun boy that she just met and she really liked him. And he was somebody, she moved into a new place and she connected with him. He keeps calling her his paradise. And so mm-hmm. that was his, like, he, he didn't have any friends at school. Nobody talked to him because he had the crazy psycho serial killer dad. So nobody talked to him, and she was that first breath of fresh air. And so it was very intense for him. So I think that there yeah. was. Well, and I think after her parents died, I actually did think, oh, now there's chemistry. <laughs> Where right. she went and, and she was hugged hugging him. him. Right. Yes. That was such a great scene. Hug. And it was. <laughs> hugging. It's a theme. <laughs> but um, that was such a great scene. And I did really like them clicking there. Mm-hmm. I just think, again, for me, I've seen him with other actresses. And it just felt like I there, it was more effortless with other actresses. And mm-hmm. I was comparing. So, But I think that... And I won't argue anymore. But I just think that, that because their their relationship wasn't effortless, like there there was so much there, and so you know, like the reporter said, which I wanted to just smack her uh, so bad. But when she said, "You knew what your father was, and you still took her hand," like their yeah. whole relationship was just so fraught from the very beginning, and I think that that it was very on purpose the the disconnect between them that it yeah. it wasn't that picture perfect first love or whatever and certainly we've just you know we just saw him in um as the younger june ho right in, um oh my gosh help me jenny just What's between lovers just between lovers just between lovers <laughs> right um and you know he he had great chemistry with the with the younger version mm-hmm. in that show but um but they were both kind of they were both in the same, like they were, yeah. the younger versions were in a crisis situation. And so they right, were both exactly. in that crisis situation together. And it was both very intense for, you know. Well, and he was the younger version in uh, Seven Day Queen hmm. as well. But he was with the actress that he's played like a bajillion youth characters with. I can't wait till they do an adult character combo together. They're such good actors. Um, and, and so I guess it's just, I'm used to seeing him with that actress and that might be part of it too. So. I haven't seen this actress. I thought she's, I think she's uh, this is a new actress pretty new. I and haven't so seen her either. I think she did it. So. so that's the younger cast. Uh, what do you think of the older cast OTP? They make me swoon. <laughs> <laughs> so this, the, the staring because he does it when he's young too, but like the way that he looks at her just makes you melt. And then yeah. she she's actually doing a really good job where the the younger version didn't have that like because now they're both they they're um, both, both been, damaged yeah they're both damaged they <laughs> both been through stuff and so for when she sees him her whole world just kind of I mean she fainted <laughs> the first time she sees him again yeah but every time they're near each other they just pinpoint directly right. No, nothing else exists. Mm-hmm. The reporters don't exist. Right. You know, nothing outside of each other exists. And it is amazing to watch because you just feel like, you know, if they died at that moment, they would just be as one. Right. You know, it's kind of weird. It's something we don't well, and see you, very often. You can count probably on one hand the amount of scenes that they've been together as an adult, like yeah. in, in the same space, but not in the same. Every scene is just like you catch your breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I was watching, when I was watching them, just the way he looks at her, it's like she is the center of his universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. He's just, yeah. it goes along with that intensity again. Just mm-hmm. everything recenters around her every time. Yep, I agree. Yeah, Those, no, they've got a just, lot of. Yes, he's absolutely, they're smooth, they are swoon worthy for sure, both of them together. And um, I'm glad that it looks like we're going to get more scenes with them together because um, 
they need to be on this, you know, on the same screen. I think it'll be time. interesting to see how that the dynamic changes because and, and up until now it's this very longing, like they they, they they've only said a few words to each other, even yeah. you know that's like even when they're together they're just staring at each other of like oh my gosh we're we we're in the same space, and so now it'll be interesting to see if that changes. The, well, the, the intensity of the feelings that you, you know, when you're watching them together. It's so because interesting because the last scene of episode 12 is she is being threatened by someone connected to the case. Right. Probably the older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she has sent a bloody hammer, just like the one used to murder her parents, on a big awards day for her. Right. So she is being terrorized. Because by the killer or a killer, some killer is right. terrorizing her, and she goes to him to be the person in charge of this case. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of thinking, well, that's just opening a whole can of worms because it's not like you both are unknown. Right. It's like not like reporters don't know he is the son of the serial killer and she's the daughter of this actress. I mean, it is known who they are, what they look like. It's interesting that, and I'm sure she's going because she trusts him. Right. But it's just interesting. It's like, how is this going to work the second the media picks on this? I mean, they're going to go ballistic. And I think she has to make a decision if she, like, she obviously keeps thinking about him. He's obviously, when she's talking about who would your, your you know, type, oh, yeah. your style be, he's obviously still in her mind. She's never gotten over it. And I think she had to make a decision of like, okay, we just keep getting our pictures taken together and it's the media fake. knows yeah. it. I'm just going to have to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm famous. So I have to just kind of take that step and see what happens. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, and the other thing that... I don't think we've discussed is the fact that when they meet, you've got the cherry blossoms falling. So that's spring, right? Right. Her parents aren't murdered until Christmas Eve. Right. So somewhere in those several months, they laid a foundation. I think that foundation will be key to what happens in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, we're already seeing some flashbacks about how she said if we're ever separated. Right. You know, mm-hmm. come and find me. And that was yeah. in a field that definitely looked like summertime or whatever. Because yeah. yeah, it was spring, so mm-hmm. that definitely looked like summertime that they were talking well, and everything. And it's interesting, so. we're even having these huge time jumps in the current days where he's starting school. Right. She's not famous yet. He's graduating at the top of his class, and there's all this commotion about his dad's book. Mm-hmm. And then we jump again. To him to being a detective. A couple years later, right. obviously, where he's a detective, obviously a very hot detective. I was going to say, that, that <laughs> switch oh was gosh. one of the best switches ever. It was. It was it's just like, like oh, <laughs> that's a good hairstyle and the look. Yes. And it's like, wow. And she's mm. a to- uh, up-and-coming top star. Right. So obviously. She was yeah. Beautiful. Like, she was. She, stepped, she was every step of I wish more uh, actresses actually wore dresses like that on the red carpet. <laughs> the, the red dress that she's wearing yes. was, like, stunning. Just stunning. Not that they're dresses, but they tend to stick with white or black. Yeah, and, and lots of, like, beading and all this. She was just elegant and gorgeous and everything that you would imagine a superstar mm-hmm. would be. And, and the, the trip that was... <laughs> well, and she's just so likable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, her dimples and everything. Yeah. She's very likable in this this thing. And you can see her trying to be so strong. Right. And it's very interesting. I found not just, um, of course, because, you know, he comes out and the whole scene with that is very, he's like, whoa, he looks a lot different. And he looks really good. <laughs> but as uh, for the, the storytelling way that they did that was excellent because you're having the dad and him, the voiceover during that scene. He's stabbed. He's not wearing a police uniform. He's walking down the road, and, and the way that he's talking about well, I was the, worried the psycho that he in, inter- is in the blood and all of that. Every like, time the dad starts talking about how the younger son is just like right, him and right. exactly uh-huh. like him, it makes my heart stutter because I'm like, is this going? Is there going to be some kind of transition right. at some point? Where he's justifying killing someone, mm-hmm. whether it's for 
I assume for her. Right. Or whatever it's going to happen. I'm very worried about what's going to come. And I'm sure that's what the writer wants. Right. No, the writer wanted you to question. (laughs) Like, you're watching him stomp down the road, bloody, and you're like, and he's talking in the voiceover about it being in the blood, blah, blah, blah. And then finally they get to the point where he says, it's a choice. And so then it was like, okay. He's a good police officer. I'm <laughs> still nervous though. I know, but With that's what's so good about and the main guy. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to trigger one of them. You right. know that one of them is going to be triggered. You're just not sure what or who it's going to be yet. And so I think it's really fun. It's yeah. kind of like I I hope that they don't go. I could see maybe him killing somebody to protect her and that being like a little bit of a twist and, and for I the suspect story, he but would like die immediately after or something <laughs> don't say that <laughs> sorry oh, no. <laughs> I'm just preparing myself that this isn't going to be a happy ever after no, story I really don't think it's going to you be, know maybe but. in the US but in Asian <clears throat> culture like the whole parental filial thing is so ingrained yeah, that unless sins of your father yes. the sins of your father is very mm-hmm. So unless the murderer ends up being her adopted brother or something, there's not going to be a possibility for romance. And even then, he's still the son of a serial killer. And her mom's involved. You know, it would be not surmountable, I don't think. But she's very, she's different from many of the characters. Well, I think she would be willing to. I don't think society would allow them to. Because she's very forgiving. And that's Mm -hmm. not that's not really the norm like usually there's like this you know it takes a while or you know that kind of thing like um it's really rare when there's a situation like this for for her to be just so forgiving like usually this is something that's like a hidden thing and then it's going to become an obstacle and then we discover that it wasn't as bad as we thought no no no, i didn't really you know my father didn't really kill your father or whatever suspicious partners (laughs) i'm not sure i've ever seen a drama where that hasn't been the case where it's all like you killed my father i didn't kill your father Okay, we can love again. You know, <laughs> it's very rare. This is yeah. the first time I think I've ever seen it where immediately she doesn't blame him. She hugs him. Right. Yeah. She yearns to be with him. Yeah. And so, yeah. And she, and she doesn't want him to blame himself. I mean, even from the very beginning moments mm-hmm. after her parents were killed, you know, she's hugging him. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something. So. So I think once the the uh, brother is out of the way somehow, (laughs) yeah, because I feel like if he wasn't in the picture, she probably would have sought him out a long time ago. Absolutely, yeah. And then they can like immigrate to Canada or something. Something. There you go. (laughs) That's the solution. Portland is hiring new cops. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! I think I would like just run into something with my car. I'm just saying, he is hot. (laughs) And a very good actor. Yes, Yes. he's a good actor, too. We're just not in it for the looks. (laughs) So, I think we discussed the uh, last question about time jumps and sexy, Mm -hmm. super sexy time jump cops. Uh, So, the next one is, what was the top two favorite moments so far and why? So, I have the mom hug. Mm-hmm. Really, pretty much any time that he's interacting with mm-hmm. the mom, it makes me like my heart skip because he, she is so fiercely protective of him now, mm-hmm. and it was heartbreaking in the early scene um, when basically he let his little sister and mom go, and he basically sent them off so that he could protect them from his dad, mm-hmm. and these this was like she was the only really besides this girl that he had met she was really the only one who'd really been there for him and and he just adored his little sister so to have to make that choice must have just ripped him apart and so then later on when you see him hugging the mom um both at the police academy thing when he's getting pelted with eggs and then um later on when he's uh, outside her like uh food stall um ugh that that's probably my that's my top 
a favorite besides we've already talked about the uh, the time jumped from you know <laughs> yeah. the academy graduate to mm-hmm. super sexy hot detective. I think we're gonna that have was- to put a picture of his time jump moment in the yes. show notes because oh baby, it was good. <laughs> I was so frustrated because. The way that, um, like, my phone, when it's on, like, if it's originated out of Cocoa and everything, like, I can't take a screenshot. I was trying to tweet and be like, oh, my gosh. And I was trying to get a good one. And then I couldn't on my phone. So then I had to switch to Chrome on my laptop. And then I couldn't get quite get the one that I wanted. (laughs) kept looking weird. I got a good one, I know. And then you got a good one. And I was like, (laughs) I hate screen capping. I'm so bad at it. It takes so long. I can do it much better on my phone, but yeah. So I was trying to get that that moment where he he looked like that that transition. Yeah. So another favorite moment. Anybody? I have one. Okay. Of course, I have many. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my all-time favorite moments is when they're first reunited, mm-hmm. and he's all in his military mm-hmm. look, and he's like, you know, full military, obviously very like stiff and proper and she's all cutesy in her little handbox because she's on the she's dressed as this character she's um a side character in this historical drama and she's super cute and she goes and she's crowded around by reporters and she's going having ptsd moments and he goes and swoops in and saves her and it's literally one of those she falls into his arm moments and (laughs) Like, seriously, and he looks at her, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. Oh. I really, right now, wish this was a video podcast. I know. We could <laughs> add so many awesome video. clips. Really <laughs> entertaining. So, Sorry. that was my, one of my favorite scenes. And my second one that comes to memory is when she's being hounded by the reporters and gets in her car to leave, and they're chasing her, and he oh runs down the God. hill and oh, walks yes. right in front of all those cars, yes. and you see him with his hand slammed on the lead car, blocking their was, way as she gets was, away. Yeah. And oh, it's just it like reminded me of Dwayne oh. June and uh, My Love from Another Star. Oh yeah, <laughs> except without the superpowers, right. which is so much more awesome. <laughs> and he was just in his white shirt, and he oh. looked good in that white shirt, and I approved. So. That was a breathtaking moment. It was. Just realizing that he, I mean, himself, he just himself against all these cars. Yeah. yeah and he didn't hesitate. No. Like, no. And I love how it, when it comes to her and protecting her, there is no hesitation, no fear for himself yeah. or what's going to happen to himself via reporters or other people or, you know, a car. Right. It's like his whole life is just to protect her. Serial and killer. yes like he will face down anything when it comes to her and it's just breathtaking oh wow (laughs) I kind of want to go back and watch all my favorite moments again (laughs) watch it again Um, for me, I think you guys have taken all of them, but cause I really like any time he's with the mom, I get teary. Like I cry because like the past when he had to say goodbye to her, that was just so powerful. And again, he protected them at the cost of himself. Also looking back, I'm sure she probably regrets that moment cause she left him behind and then the, the tragedy happened and she, now his life is which I mean it all started before that but I'm sure she looks back at that and go I could have taken him with me and I didn't and so but the mother and him and then the sexy scene like when it switches because um because it it includes both of them that transition she looks fantastic in that red dress and then when she gets out she's they do uh, fake love with BTS. She's walking out, and they've got fake love. And I'm like, oh, BTS. And like a virgin. And then like a virgin. <laughs> I was like, so I loved And she was so cute. Like, she tripped on purpose and, and everything. So it was, I really liked both of them, the justification of both of them. Like, he's this. And unfortunately, right now, it's not just that the, um, she doesn't, she's not the only thing that brings out that, like, I'll just do whatever. I, I have a feeling that 
out of guilt, he doesn't really look after himself and care about, like, take care of himself the way he should. Well, you can see he's, like, a walking hospital. down the street. Yeah. He's, or he even goes, how he says, there's more important people before me. Right. Take the people that are more hurt than before me. Just wake me up when it's my turn. Right. And then and he passes like, out. To <laughs> death. He's, like, bleeding all over the place. And so I don't think that he looks for his, to take care of, like, he's pretty much, my life is only worth living as long as I am taking care of people. Like, I'm saving people. Like, my penance for stuff that yeah. I didn't even do is to save people. So he doesn't really even take care of himself. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that those two scenes with her in her red dress and tripping and being... Or then, and then meeting again in the hospital was pretty good. Just the mm-hmm. visuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the red dress and him in his, you know, bloody but sexy outfit. <laughs> you know. By that time, though, he was, like, all really sweaty, and I was just like, could we please give this boy a bath? Like, <laughs> he looked pretty bad. Well, like, he was, he was bleeding all, like, to death, I know obviously. he was bleeding to death. But. Oh, and then when he was, like, joking with the reporters about isn't it lucky he got stabbed so he could meet right. her? <laughs> I love that. His face, that was and so he funny. had like the accent and the whole thing. Yes. It was just like, that's kind of adorable. But you know, he was joking and like trying to get them off the case, you know, mm-hmm. like there's nothing there. Right. There wasn't right. any deep. I like that they've let, they've had him keep his accent. Yeah, like the, and I the, love the, the mom's older. accent too. Mm-hmm. I love that accent. Yeah, I, I like. Carrie, his, did it you just notice really him? fits his character very well <laughs> that he's kept that accent. So, yeah. our Macne is still learning how to tell a country accent from a soul accent. So we're always I can tell him her. Lawyer oh my god! <laughs> I would I, seriously. I would question you if you couldn't tell because that guy is laying it on really thick. I love that the suburbs don't even know what he's saying <laughs> half of the time. For a while, they were doing um, what did they? What was the word? words or something. It was something like that, yeah. It's like, no, he actually is talking. You just need to leave that segment open, and somebody else might be able to catch what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, I find the, the country accents extremely sexy. All right. <laughs> Carrie, I think we need your favorite moment. Uh, did we? Um, no, I haven't done mine okay. yet. I think, I mean, him bracing against the car, that was definitely one of them. But also, when you realize that he goes to that waiting room in the academy to sit there and stare at the vending machine, and then oh, you realize oh, he's that, staring yes, at her. Yes. And then when she finds out, too, I thought that was a great moment mm-hmm. when she finds out that... And she's sitting there, and she looks up, and she sees herself, and she's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She's... <laughs> they, and the, I love the fact that now that we've time-jumped again, they have a... a like a cardboard cutout of her next like to the like, friends. He's like, do not even touch that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't think kiss my ex girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was good. Okay. So yeah, that was mine. All right. So come and hug me deals with the themes of family. Both those are that are biological and those that are chosen. How is this drama different from others in regards to the theme? Is this a good or a bad thing? Well, like, for example, obviously his stepmom, she chooses to be his family, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. the the murdering father, despite the brother in jail, all these things that in Korean society you're supposed to abhor. And as we can see, people shun him because of things that his parents did and blame him Um, Instead, you see all these people around him choosing to be by his side anyway. Like, for example, uh, his mentor cop that he has in episode 12, where he puts his hand on his thigh after he had been hurt Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. and was telling them to take care of himself. You can tell that that's almost like a father situation that and he's his friend from the academy that's gone into the police with him and the little girl that he did the um judo with right it was very convenient that they all ended up i'm not complaining i'm not complaining it's convenient that they all tell that they're his new family that they're his support system and it's Mm -hmm. not his dad or his brother and and it's so rare that you see that more than like maybe one person that the show will toss in to show oh yeah they have a friend Mm -hmm. but it's rare that we see the an actual family relationship 
with Which a makes character. Me think maybe he's going to be okay, you know, because, mm-hmm. yeah. of course, I'm so sorry, I have to bring in the um, research here, but, you know, research shows that if you have a close, caring adult connection, you mm-hmm. know, if, even when you're a child, but as you grow up, your support system is what helps develop your resiliency. And so he's got that now. He has a family by choice. And I, so maybe he'll be okay. That's my hope. See, I feel like, and this is another connection to Just Between Lovers, because um, Chunho's character in it, he didn't really have, his his only yeah. blood family was actually not that close to him. And all the family that he had pulled around him, yeah. they weren't related like, to him, but they were family, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's where I feel like this is very similar, where he's... Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. I love how the it showed that the mother wrote diligently to the other brother as right. well. She tried. Right. She, she was trying. Didn't, she didn't dump him mm-hmm. and toss him out either. I mean, this is the most amazing woman to yeah. try to be a mother to these two boys who are so lost mm-hmm. and are from such a horrible situation that she also was involved in. Right. And um, but I love that she diligently wrote him constantly and you can tell that that son even though he might be doing horrible things now he obviously did have some feelings for that her as a mother and i think the daughter finds him his sister because like you you kind of are very questioning him and then all of a sudden he does that one scene where he like protects the little girl in the past where he walks her to the store and takes care of her so you know he's not completely bad but is that going to be enough to to waylay all of the damage his father was able to do while they were in prison mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's well, and it's very obvious too that he blames Nawan for breaking up their family. Right. So it's less that he's a silly serial killer and more that he's just acting out on his extreme anger. Right. Which, you know, amplified by childhood circumstances, he's not gonna handle anything well. well. I think also part of it is the dad is manipulating everyone. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. using the cop or the not the cop the reporter, uh, reporter right. to, oh, yeah. Yeah. as the girl said, he is using you as a weapon to attack mm-hmm. the survivors. Um, he's doing the same thing with the brother. I think he's using him as a weapon to attack the survivors for those that are. Um, took away his younger son who obviously he doted on and everything else i think he's using all of these family bonds to attack still i'm very confused go ahead i'm afraid he's gonna kill the nun (laughs) that was very (laughs) creepy it's like that should have been a creepy one of our creepy scenes like nun you are you should not be alone with this man because he's going to kill you (laughs) much less buying the fact that he's Reformed. Redeeming himself somehow? Yeah. No. Whatever. He, he knows how to play the game. He yes. knows how to mm-hmm. work things. So, yeah. no, I don't I don't think. True, like, sociopath. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, like, you Truly. Know. But as for whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, I like it. I like that they're going against the norm of everyone's against the kid that's the serial killer kid. Right, you know, he doesn't have to overcome that as well as everything else. They're also, um, with her side of it, the the actress that didn't Mm -hmm. like her to begin with, they're kind of going against that as well. That doesn't always happen. Where she's like a frenemy. She is, but I think she's taken her. Yeah, I I think she. Up until this last time jump, I would say frenemy. But once you see this time jump, I think she's kind of moved over. And it was very sweet. Once she found out whose daughter she was, it was like okay that. And that so she's kind of taken her under, or she forced her to take her under. I'll like you even if you don't like me. I like right. her approach. Yeah. And her little dimples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have to say something else, just going back to the chosen family, because in Just Between Lovers, Junho's character didn't necessarily want that family, but they were all drawn to him because mm-hmm. of his character. Right. Mm-hmm. And just because he was such a good person. Mm-hmm. And I think we're seeing echoes of that too in Come and Hug Me because it's Namu. He's very quiet. He's not deliberately choosing these people and saying, come be my family, but they're drawn to him because he is so good. Right. Just to be clear, just between lovers and come and hug me are not written by the same person. We've no. we keep like comparing them. They're not, but they're just, it has, it has a, a very, similar tone. Yeah. Yeah. Minus mm-hmm. the psycho killer. 
Yes. <laughs> or Thankfully, psycho killers. Thankfully, Just Between Lovers didn't have any psycho killers. They didn't need that. There was enough PTSD. And the same younger <laughs> version, right? So the, it yeah, did. Right. I think that was, yeah. There are some echoes, but mm-hmm. it's clearly not the same. I mean, this this yeah, writer is new, right? This yes, a brand new yeah, writer, and I'm writer, really impressed so. so far. I'm really and enjoying. And the directing, I, I think I looked that up, but the, the director, I don't remember what else they've the done, but the director is ca- is creating a lot of situations where we do have that like longing, you yeah. know, really showcasing that perfectly. So who and, we- and horror <laughs> and what? <laughs> And that sense of horror. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The suspense. No, the, yeah. the suspense is constant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, keeping the dad in there. It's a genius it, move. Yeah. Because the dad is still an active part of the situation. Yes, absolutely. And he's yes. terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I love that they didn't just put him in jail to rot mm-hmm. and just say, oh, well, he's off in jail. Like, the actor is right. so scary and so wonderfully manipulative that is just like I'm blown away yeah mm-hmm. me too so who do we think is going to be the next generation killer if anyone and why because more than likely there's going to be another generation killer I don't know I, I think we've kind of already the, the brothers it's going to be one of the brothers <laughs> one of the brothers I, yeah. I say yeah. it's brothers. her brother I say her brother is only seconds to kill enough okay so, one last thing real fast. Who's your least favorite character? Reporter. I was going to say, I think everybody, reporter. even more than the dad, because I don't know, the dad, I, I hate him, I yeah, obviously, but the reporter, I don't know, every time she gets on the screen, I just... I think it's because the reporter doesn't necessarily have a reason to be as awful as she is. Right, Whereas right. the dad, his childhood, whatever, he's a serial killer, we can see his arc. Whereas that reporter is choosing to be awful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the things she said are just cutting and cruel I and mean, when she told him that the thing you quoted earlier jenny like that you you know you took her hand yeah. even though you knew you knew like, about your dad and you still took her hand like yeah. how i seriously wanted to direct the hammer towards her like i just <laughs> wanted to say you know so let's hope she gets a little bit of karma coming her way and with that Probably. we are done talking about episodes one through twelve check back next month where we will discuss the next segment of episodes so thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even if you have suggestions for future topics we'd love to hear from our readers and listeners and if you want to support the podcast be sure to go to itunes or apple Podcasts to give us a reading and review it really helps us and it's a great way to support the podcast and as i recommended check it out this month We're suggesting you go look at React to the K and their Classical Musicians React series. It's on YouTube and it's all about um, college musicians and they're going for actual music as their major. And they look at K-pop videos and discuss them. Personally, I like season one a little bit more than season two, but it's all really fun and it's a great way to look at a backlog of K-pop music. (laughs) 